0: Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel.
1: Hello! Hello! It's Friday and it's actually sunny today. It's beautiful outside.
0: Yeah, same over here. It's really, really nice out. You know what I forgot to say last
1: week? What? It was our 40th episode oh my gosh and I'm turning 40 this year that's kind of <laughs> what
0: I wanted to poke at that but since you're not ashamed
1: I guess I'm I guess not. there's no you fun in that <laughs> you were at 30 far. but I guess you've you've like you've approved no it, it was 29 29 I like cried it
0: was like was it your 29th I, like, or your 30th I pl- Was it your 29th I think it was
1: my 29th dude yeah I really do think it was my 29th because 30th <laughs> I'm like no
0: <laughs> yes, I remember that. I remember being so taken aback. Like you just burst into tears randomly sitting on a
1: stool and I'm like, what? What's happening?
0: <laughs> so <laughs> enough of the birthday blues.
1: <laughs> wanna get started with some baby switching? Ah, uh, the baby switch. Who wh- yeah. which character do we start with? I kind of oh, like God, the Lucas so Willis scene. Where do you where do you want to go? Um, I think that was really okay. I love Lucas.
0: Like all I have to say about that. he's so hot like I'm so (laughs) I'm so in love with him and I'm just happy he's sort of taking up a little bit more space in this whole story Um, not that it's a bad thing for for Brad I mean as an actor it's got to be amazing getting that storyline because he got to interact with like a lot of people he had way more scenes with Julian but I'm just really happy to see Brad getting involved no he doesn't know everything but getting him as
1: connected as he can possibly be right now how did you feel about his conversation with Willow, though? Oh, so when I saw him in the scene, I definitely thought about you. Because, like, oh, he's looking extra dapper today. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I just... Lucas, his character is just this, like, kind, warm, loving, happy person. So the fact that in the scene he can go from, like, you know, still being cautious and protected. And when he started talking to Willow and Willow shared her story. And he, you can see in his face that he was just taking it all in. That he was just feeling connected or feeling for her or whatever it is and then how he ended his speech with basically telling her how wonderful and strong she is and that you know he initially wanted an open adoption I was just like oh my god this is amazing yeah like it really got me the fact that he was so willing to
0: share the baby and include Willow into the whole thing especially now that he knows who she is and also just so impressed with you know Willow doing the best that she can and trying especially when he was trying to understand why did you give him up or yes. why did you agree and things like that. And I just think it was just amazing to hear Willow kind of and I and I can't imagine how hard that is for the for like the character Willow to kind of say that it was my baby but your child to raise. And I just yes. found that whole thing like such well, an example of really big love, you know what I mean? To be that sort of like open. But what I did yeah, but I in terms of the conversation he was having with Willow, yeah, like he took the time to like really get to know this person you know this is the mother of his child and he took the time to kind of fill in the blanks you know like brad is just i feel like poor lucas doesn't have a partner right now and exactly and and brad is just everywhere um, obviously he tries to keep his distance with Willow, like, he doesn't want to know much he wants to have the least amount of communication with her as possible, Well yes. Lucas upon finding out, because he's not getting anything from Brad, I mean, obviously he knows Brad is holding certain things back so I think for him, you know, being able to, like, get the most information he can, and talking to somebody who's willing to share, was probably a really great experience for him to sort of get the answers he's always wanted from the adoptive mother, like, because we all know that, like, there was this glitch in the adoption where she sort of changed her mind and changed it back so i feel like he got a lot out of it and i think he hurt for willow the fact that she couldn't oh, yeah. she would have to cut ties because he's like how are you going to make this work especially with your connection to michael so really loved um love that whole thing
1: oh i agree and i always feel willow's character just gets put through the ringer like highs yeah. and lows i guess what i'm trying to say so you know, you have lucas lifting her up you have you know Ah, uh, then there's like a classroom scene with harmony there's a classroom scene with chase like this poor woman is just pulled in so many di- different directions but never like a medium ground <laughs> well sure
0: but i guess be- it's easy to be pulled in all those directions but you're not teaching during the day because True. i don't <laughs> because to receive that many visits during the that's daytime true. at school. I'm just like, who has time for this? So I did find that really funny that she got that many visits because you know what? Maybe that's why she got let go and not so much. It was like well, it's like, well, you have- it's
1: like- <laughs> too many visitors, Willow. Too many. Well, it's like when we talk about how they have time to like go for breakfast and do all these things before work, it's like who gets stuff done in the day up poor charles
0: <laughs> Well, no, no one because nobody like texts. <laughs> Or they they and their phone calls are usually to announce that they're about to go meet them in person, which I love. Like I would love that life if that's all my day was filled with was just going to meet up with people. I think that would be freaking amazing. But another really important element of of what Willow said to Lucas, and I think it kind of sums up how we feel about him as well. But it was super funny to kind of hear the basis of her decision for picking them that she admitted that her selecting. Brad and Lucas had zero to do with Brad but everything to do with Lucas and that he lived up to the expectations in the application and I thought I thought that was so funny because I could see that being true living in the world of Port Charles but I think she spoke to maybe how quite a bit of people might feel about Brad and Lucas especially throughout this (laughs) story so I thought that was such a funny add-in that she made a point of telling Lucas, you lived up to the to the expectations, and then she elaborated that with Chase. I thought that was super freaking funny.
1: And I love when they do that on D.H. They like kind of put in stuff that we want to hear, how we're thinking or our perspective on some yeah. things. We just have to, like, catch it. Oh my gosh, yes. And so, like,
0: well, like, all of this is really about Wiley, and I just have to say, like, when that baby comes on screen, <gasps> he knows oh. how to Act like he's always so on point with his facial expressions, it seems like he's understanding what they're talking about. (laughs) I just, I just love that baby, he's just so amazing. And I, I guess, when I watch him with Michael, I kind of like the only thing I always keep thinking of is the fact that the actor who plays Michael said it's so hard to act with a baby. I know, (laughs) so (laughs) Parker always laughs at that reality, you know, how will Michael look, you know, when. It becomes his baby. Like, how does this fit it to his jet setting life where, you know, he's running off with, you know, hot Sasha?
1: I think that once he knows, okay, so one I like have a to nude back up beach, and say apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So you're right about Wiley, his little eyebrow and his little, like, bow tie and how he, Always was, the snuggling bow tie. And he was snuggling into Michael. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. It was so crazy cute. I think that, you know, just Michael's life will have to readjust. Like, he's living the life of somebody who is single and has a lot of money and he's young and he's around a beautiful woman and starting a relationship. But when he does find out that Wiley is his there'll be kind of an adjustment. You know, he can afford to get a nanny and oh. the babe can go with him. And like, there's all these things that I don't see Michael, I think he's going to hunker down for a little bit because he's just going to be so overjoyed. Oh, but he then went to seems normal, Exactly. It's just going to kind of take on the rich person lifestyle of having a kid. No, but I think you brought up a really <laughs> excellent
0: point is that they might be emphasizing Michael because he for a long time was preparing to be a parent. And now yes. he's finally at this part where he's sort of passed Heavier grief, he's restarted his life and he's really developed this identity as this CEO, this single guy, and he's really getting back out there. So, I think that is interesting. They might play up his single life and this new start that he's made for himself, which is going to be a shock when he, I mean, it would have been a shock either way, but it's going to be shock switching lifestyles. And the funny thing is, is like, yes, you're saying he might get an Annie, he might go back to his life, he might. But can Sasha really date somebody with a kid? She's already Ooh. having a hard time committing. <laughs> so that's yeah, really I... funny that you bring that up because I do think, yeah, like he'll eventually go back to having his life and dating. But I'm not sure Sasha would stick around for that.
1: I don't think so either. And you make me sound so much more insightful than what I was about than what I was saying. <laughs> you're you're welcome welcome. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay just just one thing did you you
0: notice this so when you know Brad's always trying to get the baby away from like Willow or Michael and so I was just laughing when he was like I have to take Wiley to his grandmother I'm like that's also Michael's grandmother (laughs) like if we believe you know what I mean (laughs) if we're under the if we don't know it's actually Michael's baby because if we know it's actually Michael's baby then Brad is actually taking Wiley to his great grandmother. So, either way, Bobby doesn't really lose her title here, right? Yeah. <laughs> so confusing.
1: I'm like, now I'm confused because <laughs> Bobby is his grandmother. Bobby is his grandmother. It's yes. His grandmother, right? Oh, yeah, but it's also Carly's yeah, mother, Carly. which is Michael's. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Isn't yep. that funny? So, <laughs> when
0: he was announcing to everyone, like, I'm taking him to Wiley to his grandmother, it's like, it's kind of, well, yeah, it's Michael's to Bobby you're taking him to Bobby (laughs) can can we get specific so in this whole baby situation we have Sam and Julian stepping in which I thought was the best freaking thing ever she can I love because like I mean they they just share this stereotypical role where she's like You know, the, like, teenager who's just like, oh, I don't have anything to do with you, dad. And he just laughs laughs at her. Like, because when they got together to do the con, she makes some sort of comment, like, how, like, the IDs are really good. Then he makes a joke, like, I used to be, like, a respected criminal or, or, like, a good criminal. (laughs) And he's laughing at her, and she's just sort of, like, eye roll. I just thought that was so funny.
1: I thought it was hilarious, too. I like their dynamic together. They have really great chemistry in terms of, like, the father-daughter, like you say, the teen Mm -hmm. and dad. What killed me the most is that I didn't, maybe I didn't catch on, maybe I was tired, but I didn't know what exactly their plan was going to be and what characters they would be playing. So when they pan to her, she has, like, the cute little ponytail and the cute little frufru shirt. And then she walks in and she's speaking all meek. And then she says her name is Willow. I busted out laughing. So laugh. It's her
0: interpretation of Willow. Yes. But it's like, I don't really know if, like, let's say that court document, like, if it says on the birth certificate or any of the documents, she's a teacher. So, like, I have to play the part. Oh my goodness. Anyways, whatever. But it was just like an interesting choice of how to play it. And I love that he was coming in being this antagonistic person because it really just plays up their natural annoyance. Well, more so, Sam's natural annoyance with yes. but I mean it, it just like what you said like I love the, the teamwork so Trisha Daniel 44 said Julian and Sen make a pretty good team they would work great together and I hope they can work on their father daughter relationship and something else because the whole thing about them being a great team I think that they would make a really good P.I. team like Curtis out, <laughs> Julian in and, you know it's always like like Smith and Sons. It'd be funny if, like, Sam insisted <laughs> on it being like McCall and Dad, or like. Or like. Anyways, I, love I just it. I think it'd be really funny. And Red Kayak one also agreed that they make a great team, and I bet they would be really funny jabbing at each other. I like the idea. Plus, they're super hot, so there is that too. Yes. Oh,
1: he just I don't know what it is lately, but he's just like extra hot. Um,
0: it's this week. I'm sorry. (laughs) Like
1: this week was just spectacular. Like, like just
0: seeing like Lucas in the doorway. I was like, get in here, please. Um, then then Sunny is like dimple smile, which we'll get to. Julian is like the way he was kind of smiling, and when he was with Sal and I posted a picture of that because I was like, oh hello. And then I'm like, I'm like, it was just funny because these like hot pictures were, I was like, how do I like use these? Does that make so creepy that every day I'm like, this is a hot guy. This is a hot picture. Because even like yesterday's episode, it opened up with like um Finn, Franco, and like Kevin all sitting together. And I'm like, they look really good. Like they look so handsome. It's just been a really handsome week this week. I think that's the name of our podcast. <laughs>
1: yes I agree with you totally should be the name of our podcast that's what I was thinking all week long that everybody was just all the handsome men just in every single scene I was Mm -hmm. really glued to my tv it made me very happy this week and I don't think it's creepy that we post guys all the time (laughs) (laughs) well I found a way to
0: make it work why it just come (laughs) off as like this is all I could focus on this week but it was really hard to focus with all the handsomeness and so okay so. So just talking about the possibility of Sam and Julian working together, did you notice that when Sam was speaking, she was at the table at Charlie's with um, Michael and Jason? Yes. When she, like, she tried to, like, end their conversation, because I think their conversation ended up kind of, like, around Julian and Shiloh and stuff, and so she just sort of said something like, "Um, cheers to the good guys or something like that, but did you catch
1: that she glanced over to Julian after she said that? no I didn't catch that. I knew she looked up but I didn't kind of gauge like how that would play into that specific scene so there is a part of her that kind of sees him as a good guy in this particular situation I think
0: she's inching toward being a little bit more forgiving about him because honestly I guess I'm just a little lost because the comments toward Julian this week I'm like mm-hmm. I get that the character may have a history with him and still feel that way but as the person watching the show and watching how he's evolved part of me is like, I'm not sure if these comments are justified. Like, when Jason was like,
1: um, we can't really trust him. I think that people are still hanging on to something he isn't, and nobody has actually taken the time to see where he is now, because everybody just kind of stopped talking to him. So, Sam, Lucas, all these people have detached themselves from him. Lucas has been as warm
0: as he could. I think Lucas has been the nicest to him, even at a distance. And like I said, I feel like, yes, Lucas was initially mad at his dad for sure, and was actively keeping a distance, but then it came a time where His distance was a result of of Wiley, and that's
1: true. That's a good point. Um, I just don't think. Yeah, I I honestly because we see him more than they do, (laughs) so I think that it's it's not really justified. Like he's made so many great decisions and he's been supportive to Kim and all he's doing is trying to protect his grandson. Like I don't think he had an option when Brad came to him to say, "Hey, no, no, thank you, you leave because you know my son may lose his baby, but whatever, I have to be like on the super straight and narrow." Like, and what he did wasn't even that like he didn't have to um off anybody like anything no
0: he's lines. he's helping them in the same way i think that jason and sam have been helping whether it's being undercover talking to people a con like he hasn't yes. done anything crazy mob related to get anything done i mean the one first of all i'm just happy that he's like the one person who thought maybe i should inform willow that there's going to be no paper trail right. but now he's putting her up to doing something more on the illegal end which I don't know how that will fit with her relationship with Chase because he has sort of been a little (laughs) warny-ish like (laughs) warning her about not doing (laughs) things that were illegal. So, I I mean, I I don't personally think Willow would bat an eye to do anything to protect while illegal or not. I just think she would just probably not tell Chase.
1: Well, that's (laughs) the thing though. But I know, right? So there's the wedge there. But there was that scene with Michael and Chase at Charlie's where... Chase, you know, kind of said, he kind of left it open that he would, like, do anything to protect Willow. Right,
0: but I don't know what he so, means
1: by that. You know, like, he, bas- he basically
0: arrested Shiloh hard and made loud, excited <laughs> noises about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. when he says that I'll do anything, I'm just like, but what does that actually mean? Like, I'm supposed to believe that the guy who felt that it was in everyone's best interest to locate Christina is the same guy who would do anything? willow like I don't know how that goes together I don't know to what extent that means I think he'll do anything legally because when you say do anything it means anything it means it could be outside the law and I just yes. don't think that's something Chase would ever agree to
1: I agree and that might be the wedge my friend the wedge
0: well that's what I think I think that'll ultimately be a little bit of what down the line, like, really down the line what mm-hmm. kind of comes between Willow and uh, and Chase. Uh, okay, so, before, like, before we talk about the arrest, okay, I want to talk a little bit about Cray-Cray's visit to Willow's room. So Harmony shows oh. up. Her so-called mother shows up. Oh, man. I just can't. I just can't with her. Well, I thought
1: about you because I put a puke emoji <laughs> as the first thing, because I'm like, how do, how am I going to right how this makes me feel because it literally makes me sick to my stomach one the scene with her and shiloh harmony and shiloh and how he's manipulating her and speaking to her in order to get the information he wants and the fact that she's just like full on eating it up and then she just marches over and tries to use her whatever she thinks she's using and whatever she, she thinks she's seeing to
0: use first of all first off Shiloh asked Harmony to find Willow ages ago. She showed up to poor Charles. He's like, you gotta find her. You gotta find her. She's never been able to find her. Am I really to believe that she's gonna put two and two together and actually
1: figure out how to find anybody, much less his baby? I know, because it, it, exactly that. She was like a town over. When you, she was standing in the dawn of day house, she was probably like a block over at the school.
0: <laughs> right, and so that's the thing. Willow changed her name. So just that in itself, like obviously she might have just been Googling her original name <laughs> and couldn't find her and then never went beyond that. So exactly how are you going to find a baby that you don't know whether it was a boy or a girl? You don't know, like they're, like you just don't know anything. So like, and I don't really think she's like, apt for it like I don't really think she's got a lot going on up there to really um know how to do this and oh gosh and like everyone keeps talking about Shiloh's henchmen if he really has these people like wouldn't they be people that would be able to like help him and not so much harmony and I know this sounds bad but can (laughs) you really like like I know like the concept when you say manipulating but when I hear him talk to her I'm like I feel like can we call that manipulation when it's so damn obvious what he's doing and you're so pathetic? I'm like, can we call that manipulating or just asking somebody who he knows is a dum-dum and will do it. Like, I don't know. Like, I just had such a hard time with that scene. I was just staring all wide eyed I'm like, you are so sad. Like, I mean, like, there's no amount of deprogramming that can help this woman. And oh and no, I don't yeah. know how many times she will. Basically betray or throw her daughter under the bus for this man like it's just how many times do you want to do that like it's just so sick and sad when she's trying to like lure Willow back in
1: and this girl's like wow you're insane
0: like you're insane like this guy is not special.
1: Well, exactly. And the fact that she kept saying, I'm a mother, I know it's like, no, No, you're not a mother. You are a person who had a child. I wish she would say that. I
0: wish, I wish Willow kind of threw that back at her, but it's like, I guess she's afraid, like, oh no, if I'm not part of Donna Day, I'm going to have to get a real job because I don't know what she does (laughs) between driving back and forth between Beatrice Corner, Port Charles, drugging women and, like, trying to get with Shiloh beyond a spiritual level. Like, I don't know (laughs) what skills she
1: has or she's probably, like, super afraid to get a job. Right? Oh, my gosh. Like, I can't even. And, like, I loved. Okay, we'll get to that later. But the DA scene with her
0: was all nice. Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) It it really
0: was. And it kind of reignited some confidence I had in her. But I just want to, like, okay. So let's just let's just get to it. So one thing that bugs me about the DA constantly, like when like Sunny tries to talk to her about Dod, is that she sort of always throws Christina at him. Yes, and I'm just like, can you just go talk to Christina? Like I'm just saying, like I would want her to go talk to Christina because, I, like, I mean, obviously we know that as the week goes on, she really, really gets it, and she makes it very clear the line she's drawing and what side she's on. But Mm -hmm. I just was sort of really annoyed at how uncertain she seemed about the whole thing. And I just felt like as a DA, there are very clear ways to get answers. I mean, you don't have to go to Christine in a legal capacity. You can go to her as a DOD member. At this point in time, no one really allowed her to step in and help Sam. But if she could actually say something and sort of um, like pay forward what Willow did for her, and do it for the DA in the context of a DOD relationship. I mm-hmm. feel like Christina would have been all for it. I would have felt really amazing to have been able to help somebody see the
1: light in a way. That's a really good point. I think that would have very, uh, empowered Christina. Yes, it would um, have empowered her. Much. Yeah, I felt like the DA was still um, under Shiloh's influence in a sense because he was very the much. one that made mention of like. Her, like, Sunny little girl. and the way yes and just like speaking to her in a way that was just kind of keeping her in that mode where she is approached about DOD she would get defensive yes. and just spew out anything that to yes. mind, as opposed to processing what that person's saying like a logical person and then saying normal things in return well, well I think you're really right when you talk about how like Shiloh is trying to keep her in that original
0: vulnerable place she came in with whereas Sunny when he tries to talk to her is really trying to push her past that is really constantly trying to get her to take steps forward. And so when she was with Jason and Sonny, I just thought it was hilarious because he wouldn't stop using lease with her and trying to, like, say, this is legal, <laughs> this is how you use it. Yeah. And she wouldn't stop insisting that she knew the law. And I was like, how can you insist on knowing the law? Okay, if you literally, like, if you know the law, then you would know what incriminating means. And you incriminated yourself by giving him that pledge. I'm sorry, there's no... what organization on the planet would require you to hand over incriminating information about yourself like what organization like think about that logically what would be the purpose to hand that over to someone and like so I'm just saying like if you know the law really well
1: like I don't know if you would have done that well that's the thing and that's why that whole scene was funny I and maybe it was just me reading into the scene a little bit much but I felt that She's like, oh, you can't keep summoning me. I think is what she said to Sunny. But she looked amazing. Like her hair was <laughs> perfect. Her makeup. She always looks was ex- good. Nice. She's very pretty. She's very very pretty. Oh yeah, she is. But I felt like there was like just a
0: little extra. Oh, maybe. Like I just like I find with her, like she fights when there's no need to fight. Like when you're kind of on the same side. Like it was just a <laughs> weird. It was just a weird situation when she was left with Sonny on his own like he kept insisting take the win like he didn't blackmail her really because I'm just like I'm so confused because she was originally mad and I think she felt blackmailed yeah you know obviously he shows her the letter and tells her all this information and she calls in a warrant but I'm like you can't call in a warrant illegally <laughs>
1: exactly just I was based so... on somebody telling you to
0: I was just like do you feel coerced into doing your job like I'm so <laughs> confused right now and so I mean I guess like I, I kind of understand like I guess maybe she felt cornered just doing something she wasn't ready to do like maybe she hadn't yet processed all the information listen to it I don't know and, and I can understand that maybe feeling trapped but the thing is I feel like if you feel that it went from one blackmailer to another sort of, then it means on some level you know that he's right about Shiloh.
1: Yes, exactly what I was thinking when she said that. So, like, you you know, I'm, like, screaming at the TV, like, you do get it now, DA. Like, you understand right and wrong, and when people are communicating with you in a forthright way. <laughs> I, I
0: think so, and I mean, like, I think they had a good close to their chapter, because, like, last yeah. week I said that she would be going back to YNR And she'd be doing both. Is she going back? Is it YR, the soap she's going back to? I believe so. Okay. But she was supposed to be doing two for a while, but I guess not because she filmed her last day at GH already. So this is pretty much like the end of her arc on the show. So I mean, it was an interesting ending. Like, Sunny basically is telling her, move on with your life. He gave her the envelope. So really just demonstrating, like, I'm not him. Like, I'm not. I, I, I kind of just want you to do the right thing. And in, a, in any case that you weren't going to do it. Like I had this. Like this is maybe yeah. what I understood. Yeah. Um, I'm from it. I don't know if he always intended on giving it back to her.
1: Or not. I feel that he did. I really didn't think he would hold on to it. Because they have that weird connection. Right. Regardless of how we feel about it. And I think he just wanted her to do the right thing. And then. Oh wait. When he said. Was it last week? You have to save yourself. Maybe that was his last kind of kick in the butt to say here now you have everything back and you need to make better choices go save yourself I really think that you know what I mean like we said it's the opposite of what Shiloh is doing he keeps trying
0: to push her into just getting a life and move on move on past everything that happened to your dad she's been digging around and living in the past and in, in a story she's made up in her head for a really really long time and she's not dealing with it so I guess I really like the way that they wrapped up their relationship, and I guess for me, like, I mean, maybe I just feel bad for the, I don't know if I feel bad for the character or the actress, playing a no. like this, but I was happy to see her sort of vindicate herself or her character, to, to be able to face Shiloh, because, like, I'm sorry, his face, every time he realizes <laughs> somebody is not in awe of him, is freaking hilarious.
1: I know, he's so good, though, like, the actor, to, like, keep pulling up that specific face like
0: what? (laughs) You don't adore me? (laughs) Why? And it's just like it's just so insane and like you know what's funny because he had get kind of requested that she get rid of evidence before she had went over to Sunny and see Jason so the fact that you were so like not really believing he was capable when he had already tried to kind of get you to compromise yourself professionally but I did like their interaction I love that she really just Made the case clear and and kind of gave him no, no leverage on her when she said, "Well, I'm leaving the position anyway. Like you just don't have any leverage on me." And I was just laughing because like because this was the this was sort of the moment of truth for everyone because we were all like, "Were these the only copies? Like the USB slash letters? Like was this the only copy?" I when he says when you said something like those are like the physical copies I'm like oh my gosh she has like other copies. Spiritual I like, copies I was like you have mental copies <laughs> this is what you're trying to like lure over her head I-, I remember it I'm sorry do you know how the law works you can't just go and just say all of this stuff if she destroyed evidence it means there's zero evidence exactly. so you can say what you
1: want but if there's no evidence to back up what you said because she got rid of it wow like I'm like you're just well, that's exactly right. I was I was feeling like Wow. Wow. No wonder his followers have to be, you know, like a harmony. Right. A vessel that is empty. Because he is not that full either. No,
0: I was just sort of like, <laughs> you've never heard of a hard drive? Like, how can you run your operation and not back up this information? Like, I'm just so confused. It's like, I have my I have my brain. This is my hard drive. And it's just like, wow. Okay. So like he's super screwed, but at the same time, I'm like bad guys always go free. That's, like, just how I feel. Like, I feel like it's not fair. Um, yeah. But, I mean, she lets Harmony go see him. Like, Margot is hoping that, you know, and I like that. I loved I loved when Margot highlighted to us all, you can go down too. I love that. I love yeah, hearing same. it. I love hearing it. I think she should go down with him. Oh, like, 1, that, would be, that would be my ideal. I don't know if it will come to that because was ready to ask her a favor and I think she's dumb enough to do whatever like I think he might promise conjugal visits who knows
1: <laughs> and we know how much she wants those so oh I-,
0: I know she's desperate to go beyond the spiritual she's like we were in the physical We went to the spiritual she's like I need to get back on the other side <laughs> But okay, so we forgot one thing about the DA. So I'm gonna read this comment. This is from KW Medias, and he said, "Okay, I, oh, this is the last time, and um, we're where we're finally gonna get back to Drew and Shiloh because seeing the different sides of him and his greed of money, he definitely took part in Drew getting snatched. That's what I think too. I definitely think he might have played a role in everything that happened to Drew, which is why when Margot brought up investigating David, like David Archer, like that's yes! what I forgot." I love how she hammered that in. He looked like he put too much salt in his food. So, like, I loved loved his reaction. I completely agree with this because, like, basically, this is why I don't think, I mean, he's going to stick around. And, like I said, I want them to wrap up the Drew and Shiloh connection. So, I felt like that was just telling us, like... So DOD is kind of wrapping up, and we're gonna push Shiloh forward into these other, <laughs> other storylines. Like I love like the direction that they're pointing this in. But I have to say, like I was so proud of the D. I was so happy that she had that moment of letting him know like everything is about to unravel. So I mean, they have evidence against him. So I'm really not sure because I think if anything, he'll like Harmony might incriminate herself. But I can't see how she would be responsible for his attempted rape with Sam though. Like I do feel like no, that. Oh yeah,
1: I agree. That's all him. Yeah, but I yeah I don't know. I was happy to see the DA's fire. It's like for once, mm-hmm. her fire and authority and direct the was right person. <laughs> right, oh first my first time for gosh. everything. And then okay, so I was like on this big high when she was like yeah 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 rah rah, rah. and then all of a sudden she's like and I'm leaving my position. I was like no. Like, I knew what he yeah. told me, but it was still so hopeful.
0: <laughs> I'm curious to see who they would bring in, like, to kind of replace her. Because she mentioned something about having a special election. So, I'm really oh, curious weird. about that. But I definitely want to touch on the last pieces of the puzzle with this, like, whole baby switch thing. So, okay. what did you think about Julian and Alexis- Alexis's? I don't know how to say that. The show I'm gonna, op-
1: I'm gonna do the opposite. What did you think about Alexis <laughs> and Julian? <laughs> do not Twist. edit that out.
0: <laughs> Twisted little foreplay that they had going at Charlie's. Like,
1: first of all, when he was like, I didn't think you'd come, I'm like, you, you've met her, right? Really? Like she'll be up <laughs> your butt in a sec. Like <laughs> I was very much team Julian. He was just giving yes. it to her straight. Like, you cannot judge me. Get off your high horse. Get on the damn ground and look at me a little bit lower than my eye level <laughs> I, I feel like cuz he calls her he, he's like calling her a hypocrite yeah and i
0: felt like she was fine with that because that is that is something like <laughs> i just uh-huh, people uh-huh. people call her that a lot True. and for like and for very real reasons cuz she like legitimately <laughs> does this and like Gives obvious examples as to how she's a hypocrite. But I feel like maybe she's just at a point where she's really, like, embracing it. Because he's literally saying, you did what you had to do, illegal or not, to save your daughter. But you're telling me that I can't comply with my son's wishes. And I'm just saying, like, the stuff he did for Lucas wasn't, I don't know, for me wasn't as bad. Because it didn't involve a lot of people and it didn't call too much attention. Like, what they did with Christina was pretty risky.
1: Oh, 100 you you
0: held a person captive so there's a lot that could go wrong (laughs) and a lot at risk and I feel like him pulling a con with Sam she does that kind of stuff all the time and we never
1: see her get caught for it exactly so no I don't think they're on the same level at all and that Alexis needs to really chill one keep her mouth closed second chill and seek real therapy not in a restaurant you mean don't do therapy with a the guy you're interested
0: in? What? That
1: <laughs> What could <laughs> go wrong?
0: What could go wrong? And I just at first when I saw them get together, I was like, you know what, this whole Lucas thing might be what draws Julian and Alexis back together. But then when they were fighting, I'm like, that also might bring Julian and Alexis back together. I don't know. <laughs> There's just something so twisted. They, they just really fire each other up. But True. like, um, I just have to say, like, she did Google the doctor. Okay, yeah, I'm like she, uh, uh, it's about time. She finds out that he dedicated a book to his wife and daughter.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, so now we know that well, Willow can't be his daughter because
1: like, they did not he, recognize each other, no, like <laughs> even
0: if she even if he didn't recognize her as an adult, I feel like she would kind of recognize you look and possibly sound like my dad. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. And we also suspected that he was the father of the guy. died in Beecher's corner so that doesn't look to be the case so he seems to have a whole separate and distinct backstory which I'm very interested in very very interested in so okay so talk about like hypocrisy so then she runs to Carly and Sonny after (sighs) I'm like what is freaking happening I feel like someone should tell her that Sam helped Julian do everything he was trying to talk to her about yes she helped Anyways, but anyway, she goes to Sunny and Carly, and once again, a judgment towards Julian. Where like Sunny kind of made a comment about Julian being involved, and I'm like, but he's he's involved with his own son, and Lucas is a grown up, and anyways, whatever. Like they all they don't know in detail what he did exactly, and again, mm-hmm. Sam helped him and, and kind of approved of the whole thing. Exactly, uh, but whatever. But yeah, just I—I I feel like Alexis just went on like a hypocrite tour, like dealing with Julian, <laughs> and then running straight to Carly and Sunny, and I'm
1: like, because you think Sunny's a better criminal? I know. Like, how are you validating this situation right now? What do you about it? Oh, she's special. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, yeah. Yes. So, so that was pretty interesting. Um. Also, to whose special Nina?
1: Oh my! Hearing her story, like all at once, always makes me laugh. So Nina was all over my. There was a lot of good Nina this week, though. There wasn't like Wait, super she's with Jax, Basically. Yes. So- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I loved when was it Valentine walked in or maybe heard it in the hallway? I can't remember so something funny. like. Oh, funny! I'm gonna love working with that guy, and his face just. Oh my gosh, it's so funny.
0: It's so funny to watch Valentine be so jealous. I mean, look, I, I it's very possible that they already have a backstory him and him and Jax, but right mm. now I feel like he's legitimately jealous of Jax's
1: Hotness. Yes, I was gonna (laughs) say major. Like, who would not be intimidated by this like super gorgeous Aussie with a great accent and a ton of money who looks as much as I love Valentine and the man who plays his character? They are vastly different people. They 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 are, and I just have to say, like, I don't know, like he's done this a
0: lot. Like even pre jax Mm -hmm. Valentine shows up with like grand gestures, always pulling her away from her work, and she's literally prepping for some kind of dinner meeting and then yes. he's like let's skip it let's go to the ballet I'm like you're a businessman like you do business like are you flaky does she stop you from doing all this stuff you have to do I feel like he has a fake job because supposedly yes. he has some kind of like what cassidine industries or he has something that he runs and I'm just like why is your job so easy <laughs> like I don't understand what's going on but if I was Nina I would be so pissed at him yes. personally showing up at my work and when you be... look like a fool. Like, she's a woman. It's a totally different concept. And you're showing up with flowers and making it seem like that's all she is. Like, I get so angry. I'm like, I, I don't know why she's not more mad.
1: Same. Okay, when he started talking about the ballet and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, under any other circumstance. I was like, no. I would be, oh my gosh. I would be fuming. Like, you are belittling my job. You are belittling the fact that I have something very significant to do. And you are trying to pull me away for the ballet. Oh, there would be other words. <laughs> yeah, I
0: know. And I feel like that just highlights how I guess the part about Nina because like I do there are moments where I really, really like Nina and Valentine together. I really do. Mm-hmm. There's times where I really do like Valentine, all quite context specific. But then there's the stuff about Nina that I don't like with Valentine, like her delusion. And I think this is just an example of it because outside of this, the major delusion comes out when um she she acts like he killed Valentin, uh, killed Nicholas out of self-defense. Like that's one oh, major gosh. delusion she has yes. when it comes to Valentine that completely drives me up the wall. So I feel like this is just another instance of that. But I was dying of when she postponed the wedding. She's like, Come on, yes. you know you would do it too. And I was just like, Why are you singing to him and talking like this? But whatever, it kind of it, it
1: worked. And then he runs straight to Sunny. I know. Okay, so I thought that scene. At the beginning I was really fired up because of what he said about the ballet ticket. But I was like Nina is a woman with a game plan because she played it off easy like, "Oh, you're under yes, my work." But by the way, uh-huh, postponing wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So
0: I think I think you're right. I think she was just placating him. I think she used a kind tone rather than fight with him. She did have the meeting. So it is possible that she was just sort of like playing him a little because she knows he's a bit of a baby. Maybe.
1: I would like to think that so she wanted is... her way, that she was maneuvering exactly. basically to get
0: her way. Exactly. So I'd r- I would rather see her, I would rather, pr- I prefer to see her in that light than
1: somebody who's just completely oblivious to what he's trying to do. Same, same. So when that scene wrapped up, I was like, ah, I get it now. I respect you again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I was happy about the postponing of the wedding because that wedding's never going to happen. Yeah. So he goes to Sunny. Like, and I was just, I really hope. Like my thoughts on that is just I really hope he chooses not to work with, with Valentine. I think it would break Spencer in a million pieces if he found out that Sunny worked with him in any way. And I just think like, what the hell are you gonna do, starting trouble for? Like you don't like Jax. Not much has happened so far. He mm-hmm. hasn't technically bought Kate's place, and he hasn't become your neighbor. But I'm just saying, you know, Michael said you have me, mom, and Joss, and Joss especially right now grieving and wanting her daddy. You already made it so that joss and him had to live apart and joss still forgave Sonny and sort of like live there mm-hmm. and i don't know i'm just like why are you gonna start trouble right now you are just annoyed like that's it you are literally just annoyed you just don't like him like nothing has happened so far do you really want to take it there where you're going to go as far
1: as working with valentine Well, I think taking it a step further, like Spencer, yes, of course, Spencer would be devastated. But Carly, that would just... That would be over. Exactly, because that conversation she had with Jax, I think it was after that, saying, you know, like, I understand you two don't like each other. However, we have to keep, you know, Joss at the top of our list of priorities here and you coming to visit that's one thing but you staying you need to make sure that you can like play nice with Sunny. and I like I don't think that's
0: fair I don't think that's fair are we seriously gonna pretend like Jax would do anything I don't think Jax has ever really has he I don't know if he's ever really plotted or more so responded I don't know I just find like he might take an opportunity when it arises but the guy's not going to go out of his way whereas Sunny kind of would that's true that's a very good point That's why I feel so different, because I don't think I would have ever had this perspective of being kind of pro-Jax in certain situations if I were watching this ages ago. Like, ages ago, I would have been more like, oh, whatever Sunny does. And I am a fan of Sunny, but for some reason, I'm just so conflicted with the characters now. Like, I'm like, oh, like when I saw Jax today with Carly, I'm like, you guys are adorable. And then it's like, (laughs) I see her with Sunny, I'm like, you guys are adorable. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs)
1: <laughs> well it's like that Jax has chemistry with so many people and history mm-hmm. with so many people and they do have that spark like when they're talking about the surfing Jax and Carly and he well, they knows her so well and, the, and they keep playing that up that like he knows her so well even though she doesn't say it he knows what she's trying to say
0: well because she had the drama free relationship like you know what I mean like she, yeah. like it lacked a heaviness that's there with Sunny you know what I mean so I think there, there's that there's that lightness that comes out but I just thought it was so funny because, because when, cause, cause when he's stewing at the metro court about his annoyance with Jack, <laughs> he talks with Michael, he talks with Valentine, and then he sees. Jax at the elevator and I'm, I'm like are you trying to talk to him because you could just avoid him and he brings right? up like how Jax is taking the fam on a yacht he's like you're welcome to come and then he just sort of stares at Sunny, and like Sunny just stares at Jax and Jax is like okay good talk and like walks away <laughs> so I kind
1: of like those like little comedic uh moments with with them I find it really really funny I like um Sonny's fake smile and his, like, and his fake smile brings out his dimples.
0: Oh, the dimples, yes. That is everything. <laughs> Very much um, everything.
1: So I'm okay with his fake smiling and those uh, situations. So, I mean, hopefully they could all live and let live, but I feel like I don't really know how long that could really go on for. Same. Something's going to give, and I know it's going to be Sunny. Oh, my gosh. What did you think about Sonny, Carly, Ava? What did you think about that? Oh, my emotions were all over I don't know if we're just yes, like, what's but- going on here, but I, I just because I am starting to develop a fondness for Ava, or I have right. already developed a fondness yes. for her. So when they immediately go on the attack, I, I don't get. Like upset. It. I'm like, what? Why are you doing that? Just, like, hear her out. She just wants to see her daughter. She just got let out on bail. She just went through this huge thing. And I think she was just coming to tell you what was happening. She does not have her friends.
0: friends. Right. And I, that's ex- I agree with that because she seemed excited. I think she yeah. thought that Ryan was a safe topic to yes, bond with them same. over. Like, I think she really felt that. And then well, it she, wasn't the case.
1: I think you well, made that Last week, when you said, you know, she wasn't just doing this for her; she was doing this for all of the victims of Ryan. Yeah. She actually included was... Carly. Yes, victims. Yes. So when that was kind of going on in the back of my head, what you had said, and I do believe that Ava, who is this selfish person, who's very, you know, into herself for once, was trying to do this really great thing that would serve not only her purpose but for other people. Yeah. So, I thought, too, that when she went there, like, there would be this, just a little, a little pause, a little moment, especially that Carly had that nightmare about Ryan, mm-hmm. that she would be kinder to her.
0: Yeah, I, I kind of hope she, she, she did. Okay, Ava did not receive kindness. She mm-hmm. got an essence of them being impressed. Just a, Just a very mm. slim s is no gratitude no thank you true but carly was like hmm and i think that's the best she'll ever (laughs) sort of get but i mean i just think it's really cool because you know if if Ava's going to do a good deed this is what it would look like like this whole scenario and what she did with ryan but yeah it did kind of bother me that they didn't give her more props for everything that she did do like i mean like i said there was maybe just an essence of them being like hmm interesting and it's like did you think sunny was sincere when he told her to keep the drawing I really wanted to believe that he was. I want to believe that too, and I just feel like, you know, she lost her daughter, and just shoving in that she may- maybe she forgot, she didn't forget it was Kiki's she birthday, did but forget she's, com- she's coming the day after, and I just thought it was really mean for Carly to shove in a freeze that we celebrated. But I guess it's really hard, like like you said, you were torn because. Then Carly reminds us why she was snarky yes. when she pointed out to Ava, doesn't it suck knowing the person responsible for your child's death may go free? And when she said that for the first time, Ava did not go on the the offensive. Oh, like she, that's on the defensive, true. on the defensive. She just yes, sort of, yes. it seemed like for the first time she could feel, really feel how they have been feeling all this time. At first mm. when she lost Kiki, you're like, oh, you feel like I deserve this. You feel like we're even. And I it's mean, true. I don't think they'll ever feel like they're even. I mean, that was out of anger and like she sat with Kiki's death for a while. So I just felt horrible because I'm like, it just sucks. You know, you both lost a child. You both, And I know that you. it's too simple to say, can we all mm-hmm. just get along? Can we all move past it? Because I think these people this is your child and the facts remain so i think that's always going to be there but it was just so sad and heart-wrenching because she's grieving her daughter and now she kind of understands what they're going through, but it's like to be dumped on when she's grieving is kind of hard. It was just a rough scene because I guess part of me is like, can't we all just get along? But I think Same. what makes it great is um is the bit of the animosity and this frenemy t- type relationship she has with them. But I have to say like on Instagram they kept say- they kept posting something about like Sunny interrupting a photo shoot of Ava's like of, <gasps> actual- of Laura West. And then after the okay. episode I was like is that the Crimson photo shoot? Oh my gosh! Because she was wearing white and the pearls. I don't know. It could have been like a personal photo shoot that she posted on Instagram, and Maurice just sort of showed up and they took some pictures. But pardon me, because of today's episode, I was laughing. I'm like, I wonder if that's the, if I wonder if
1: that's the style of the photo shoot that we're gonna see in Crimson. I love that idea, though. I think Maxie should get credit for the fact that sh- it was her idea and yeah. not make it Nina's ownership.
0: I just didn't understand what. What Maxie meant when she told mm-hmm. Jax and Ava will get what she deserves. I was like, Me what did she deserve, really? Like, she put the man who tortured your mother, well, she began the process of kind of bringing this whole nightmare to an end. And, like, before we get into all of that whole, how the whole nightmare was put to an end in, in, a, in a minute, I just want to talk briefly about her interaction with Franco. So, when she. Had a talk with Franco today. He left. She said something like, "Why are you doing this?" or something like that. Or like, why oh, he even was Franco? her. Sorry. even Franco. Like, okay, yes, yes. Like, kind of, like, why? Because he was basically encouraging her to move on with her life, and the best thing she could do is forget about some. Like, especially him, he's a narcissist. To move on and forget about him would be the mm-hmm. worst thing to to happen for, for Ryan. And she kind of went, like, why are you doing this? And then mm-hmm. he said, you know why. And I guess I just wanted to know, like, what you thought. Like, for me, at first, my instinct went, oh, well, because of Kiki. But I'm like, but it's more than that. I feel like it's the words he's not saying, the words she might be uncomfortable hearing, but that he loves her, like, in a family way, as parents, that they're yes! connected. And I felt like she was so taken aback. And I feel she's taken aback by the recognizing that your connection with Franco is not just this is a person I talk to and I know, but, like, that there's love in that friendship.
1: I agree. For me, that kiss meant or the way he was encouraging her was twofold. It's that even though Kiki is not on this earth, we are still connected by that bond of loving that child. And that does not end that we, it does not end our relationship.
0: It just Mm -hmm. makes it a
1: different relationship. And I'll still continue to care about you because you gave me that gift. That was one part of it. The second part of it was that even though he had a, what was it like a tumor or something, a brain tumor, he chose a better life for himself. He keeps choosing good over bad. He keeps bringing Mm -hmm. love into his life and light into his life. And he credits that, you know, obviously for taking out the tumor, but he credits Kiki for that. And I think he just wants to share this wonderful love and happiness that he feels in his life. He wants Ava to feel that same way because yeah. you forget, even though Ava, you know, did a bunch of bad stuff and was in the mob, she he reminded us that she's also a great businesswoman. She, you know, yeah. has a passion for art, has an instinct and the ability to make people create or share great art. And that is a wonderful message in itself. So I think it's like a part of, him changing and wanting her to be a better person and that relationship they both have with Kiki.
0: Well, that was one hell of a kiss. <laughs> 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 but I but I do think it was a weighty and heavy conversation and it was a lot for her to to take in because it was a lot of love involved in that conversation. Yes. But like onto a lighter conversation she had this week with Kevin, their, their breakup couldn't <gasps> have been cuter. Yes, I agree. I was, I was just a little disappointed that there wasn't, um, maybe we could just uh, be friends.
1: Me too, was... because he seems quite fond of her mm-hmm. in like a normal way.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I was just sort of, yeah, I was just disappointed because I hope her connection with with those characters don't go away. Like with Kevin, Laura, like Mac and Felicia, like I hope that doesn't go anywhere. So that went, that was, that was <laughs> not an ending I could have ever ever have imagined like when we keep talking about this ryan storyline it's got, getting prolonged what do you think is it worth it but the ending and i know we're gonna i don't want to like jump to the I, end and we will get into. i do though.
1: It, but, i really do the, though i want to start the final, from the end
0: <laughs> the final shot the final uh. shot was something else it was, like, goosebump-provoking. It was just everything. It was, like, the moment, because, like, there was just, because at first you're thinking, okay, Finn earlier this week starts to kind of walk Curtis through how to
1: forge a signature <laughs> and what would yeah. be
0: happen. So I'm like, oh, okay, so Curtis and, and Finn. And then Kevin sits on a bench with Finn and starts basically saying, I wish my brother were dead. Then mm-hmm. Kevin sort of walks down the stairs and says, "No, we have to do it this way, or I'll handle it," something like that. And then we see like Franco with the gloves, and you're just like, "Okay." So that, and then, as mm-hmm. the, and then as the episodes go on, you're like, "Okay, so so maybe it's <laughs> it's all the guys, but Curtis, maybe." And then today's episode, Kevin's talking to Laura, and then she starts to kind of like whisper stuff, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't stop rewinding, and I'm like, Did I miss something? Did I miss something? What's going on? <laughs> what is she talking about? How does she know? When did he tell her? And then I, and then as the episode progresses, then Elizabeth walks into the fold, and mm-hmm. my jaw on the floor, and I'm like, <laughs> She's freaking in on it too. And then Curtis reconfirmed when Jordan was like. So, like, he changed his mind, huh, <laughs> and, and I was like, please don't arrest him for saving you. Right. <laughs> and Jeez. so I was just so taken aback because Curtis's is, look, I'm like, this was more elaborate than I thought. It, I think it is the best revenge because a lot of these are are the good guys. You know, they didn't... You know, like Finn, he, he's the doctor. Kevin, good guy. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Michael, I am going to put him under the category of good guy. And, yes. and and like, all those people in Curtis, these are not people we would typically think would, like, do something like this. And Elizabeth and Laura, like, I'm sorry, she's one hell of a crooked mayor. I did not see that coming. <laughs> like, if we were to think between Ned and her as mayor, who would be a little bit more on the crooked side? I would so not think Laura. But yeah, just seeing all those people come together, I think it's just more satisfying for those people to kind of do something, to feel like they're doing something. I just, I
1: don't know. I was so blown away by it. I was too. So, and especially I loved Franco um, when he was with Ava. Oh yeah. The very first moment they were together, he's like, Oh, just to let you know, I have good news. She's like, is he dead? And he's like, no, but he's in a coma. <laughs> I thought that was such a cute little start to the conversation. And then you flipped him being like nervous in the waiting room. And then yes, just trying to get him to calm the F down. you know. <laughs> what did you think when you see like all of a sudden they're together? You know when you saw it them was, together, were you? Were, were, what what were you thinking? <laughs> I was thinking like, holy crap! This is amazing. This is bigger than I thought it was. Yeah. Like you said, know, when I saw Laura and Elizabeth, I was shocked. One that Elizabeth, was one, but I thought it was good for her because it's one of those times where she can't be all like, oh, why did you do that? You were in it. You're contributing. Yes, to this. I
0: have to admit, it's good for their marriage. Like, I think so too. I'm <laughs> like that
1: is very good for your marriage. I liked. See, like, I, I think I spoke about this a little bit last week, or maybe it was you. I, I can't quite remember, because sometimes we are one. But <laughs> we spoke about how the story of Ryan is very intricate. And having this falling off the bridge and the story ending was very unsatisfying. In that moment, yeah. yes, that's what I wanted. But as the story played out, I wanted things to intertwine and play out as manipulative and as cold and as driven with a specific goal in mind, like he did. But towards him. Like basically right. a taste yes, of your own said damn that. medicine. Said that, yeah. Okay. And the fact that so many people were involved and then that toast of like one for the good guys, I felt like it just opened like it was for everybody. All the good guys got to win this week. It was a wonderful week in Port oh, Charles when you say
0: that is true because you're (laughs) you're merging that with what Sam did oh my gosh yeah for this week I would have to say to the good guys to the handsome men like you did it (laughs) I just think it was really amazing and you know like to top it off I really really enjoyed seeing the Ashford family especially today you know and I'm really like TJ is making me more in love with him. Like the way that he comforted Curtis at the same time, those words came out of his mouth. I was thinking them. he's going to make such a great doctor. And I really hope that they get to a place where the doctors do get a bigger role back into the show, because I want to see TJ, the character. I want to see this guy as a doctor for a long time to come. I want to see more of them because he was in the background so long as like Molly's boyfriend and him and Molly were just kind of, just be existing but just not on screen mm-hmm. and the family was always separate you know Stella had her own damn storyline it's like she <laughs> had her own business going on you know Jordan we would see her in the context of her work and Curtis too so getting them to kind of come together like this I really enjoyed it and I hope that Jordan doing better is not going to be the end of us seeing the Ashford family kind of move forward and I to see them together do. as well
1: as apart. Like, that's just
0: my my hope for them. Well, I
1: think it was you. Like, at the time when they were talking about uh, bringing in, you know, is, are there other family members that we yeah. can contact? I really, I'm hoping that they're just giving some roots to them so like a quarter main family a uh, corinthos family that there can be like an ashford family in there now as oh, like one I, of the pillars of port charles they they are that new family so i'm just looking forward
0: to to kind of seeing seeing that growth but so we're, we're forgetting one person but i don't really know how involved they were like as in in it and i don't think that they were <laughs> in it in the way that that everyone else was with stella because honestly I bought the whole thing. like I was like, <laughs> I didn't think this girl can like change his mind at all. And then there was a lot of people who had a lot of <laughs> a lot of faith in her and somebody because like her scenes with him were amazing. I was like, oh my God, I would give you my kidney at this point. And so like Higgy underscore um 10100 said, and that's why we see an Emmy winner because she did win an Emmy. Um, mm-hmm. Tardis lover fl eighty three said, "On Stella will hit you with a pillow and make damn sure you feel it for years to come," <laughs> which made me laugh. And I have to say this about about Ryan. It freaking this comment. I'm sorry. Um, lovering dog mom said, "How is he handcuffed to the bed on both sides if he cut off one of his hands?" <laughs> Oh my God, oh my <laughs> gosh. okay so all this time like i'm like after that episode i was like wow stella did it like this is me i'm like stella yes. did it but then there were some brighter people online <laughs> <laughs> so we have M E C M P K on insta as well as Sherris Everett 226 and on twitter at chris r hood so these intelligent people were like I think they switched out so they kind of they they think they, they switched out Kevin and Ryan and Kevin was the one to give the consent and clearly from today's episode we see that they're right so these people kind of saw the conspiracy as it was taking place where it was completely freaking over my head until I read those comments on our Instagram and Twitter page.
1: See, here's the thing. I th- usually we're very intuitive, and we're like coming up usually. with all kinds of theories. <laughs> but it was Hawkeye week. I was very I guess distracted, distracted. <laughs> super
0: distracted. I have yeah, to say so this cool. about like my new like again. He's now included in my Hawkeye list, but Kevin because he got I know, so cool. Me too, <laughs> but I just I I just have to say like. What they did with with um, Kevin's character, like, they really reinvigorated him. Like, he's been a long-standing character, like many of them that are still on the show. And when they had kind of brought him back into the fold, he was kind of like Laura's dorky love interest, <laughs> follows her to <laughs> Greece, gets shot, and has to be carried around by a bunch of people. You know, not your bad boy. Not your typical, like, Hawkeye bad boy situation. But then they kind of <laughs> use his past and use everything because that's the thing. These long-standing characters have so much to work with and everything that they did for kevin like i like i said they breathed new life into his character and i'm sure made a whole new generation kind of fall in love and learn more about him and i kind of just wish they would sprinkle a little bit more of that on the other characters that have been here for
1: so long oh that's a very good point because now he has like you said before he was so dorky but when he was having that conversation with laura you can see a little bit of the the darkness in him but the balance so he still mm-hmm. has an edge and you know that you know what he did obviously we all know that you know he took his brother's place and put him in the coma and all that jazz um and it just made him hotter and it just made him have more depth and i yes. want to follow him closely and see what happens next and it's like we're loving laura maybe
0: we'll actually get to see her be a mayor but she's been involved <laughs> in a lot of the action too And I'm saying, give me even more Laura, but like Scott or even Monica, it's like Monica's there. She was part of the Oscar storyline, but I feel like, can't we get more? Like, I mean, they've been there for so long. They have so much history. And I just feel like, you know, pulling Kevin in this way, I feel like if we can just pull in the longstanding characters, it would be nice to see like, what can we pull from these longstanding characters to really light up the show. I agree. On that note, have a great weekend to you and to everybody listening. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.